Hey everybody, this is Galen from Dad Rocks. I hope you're having a great day. And today we got a very special show, uh, podcast. It's an interview I'm doing with the Lost Dolls from Denver, Colorado. And the Lost Dolls are a very uh, popular, young and upcoming indie rock band from Denver, Colorado. So, uh... Hang tight, uh, sit back and relax and enjoy because uh, these guys have got it going on and I think they're really going to go somewhere. So uh, hang tight and we'll see you in just a minute. Good morning, everybody. This is Galen with Dad Rocks. Today is Sunday, January 10th, 2021. Currently, it's 30 degrees here in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Going to get up to a high of 37 degrees this afternoon. And going to be sunny a little bit late, uh, early morning, probably around noon. And then it's going to be cloudy pretty much the rest of the day. So stay bundled up. It's still going to be cold. Of course, it's wintertime. Fortunately, we don't have any snow or ice on the ground like uh, some cities here across the country. But um, anyway, regardless, um, if you go outside, just make sure you're uh, dressed properly and stay warm. And today we got a very, very special show uh, and a very special guest, uh, a young indie rock band from Denver, Colorado. I'll be interviewing here in just a minute. They've uh, been around for about a about a year or less. Um, I know they got together early this spring, rebranded, they said. And uh, actually, the band formed about uh, two years ago. So stay tuned. Hold tight. Uh, we'll be interviewing them in just a minute. Um, so uh, for, the, for the moment, the group's doing great. Dad rocks. Uh, we've got over 1,400 members. And uh, we're still growing. If you got any friends or family members, please invite them. Uh, we're bucking the trend of negativity on the internet, social media, and Facebook. It's all about being positive, good, solid rock and roll uh, videos or that we're posting and uh, sharing those memories and stories. And anything you got that you love, uh, share with the group. Nobody's going to criticize you or you know, uh, say they don't like that or this or whatever. It's all about sharing and building friendships uh, in the group. So we're uh, we're always looking for uh, new members to add to the delight of the group. And uh, so it's uh, the younger generation, uh, too, that we're excited about, like the Lost Dolls we're getting ready to talk to here uh, on the phone, on the interview. Uh, on the Dad Rocks podcast, and it's their generation that's going to carry rock and roll, the rock and roll torch uh, in the future. So, uh, when they're young and got lots of energy and creativity, uh, that's what it's all about. So, uh, anyway, 
stay tight, uh, hang, hang loose, uh, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, uh, or stay put wherever you're at, and we'll be right back with you. This is Galen with Dad Rocks. Hey, Galen. Hey. How you guys doing? We're good. How are you? Uh, doing great. Uh, well, this is Galen with Dad Rocks, and we're back. Uh, we got the Lost Dolls on the line here, and they're uh, up in Denver, Colorado. I snow last night. Yeah, we did. Um I don't know the roads. You said that the roads weren't awful, but getting in there were maybe yeah, like three or four inches. They, they did a good job clearing the road, though, so it wasn't too bad of a trek over here. I live up in Golden, so it's a little bit of a drive from Denver. Yeah, well, that's where the uh, brewery is, isn't it? The Coors. Yeah, brewery. <laughs> Big Coors factory. <laughs> yeah, I watched, seen a few YouTube videos on that. I like the. Uh, you know, watch those videos on the breweries and stuff. You know, if I'm drinking a particular beer, I'll start watching the videos, you know, and checking it out, doing a virtual tour of it. Right on. People love the Colorado <laughs> Kool-Aid up here. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. You guys formed uh, originally the Lost Dolls. Uh, it's an alternative rock, uh, indie rock band. Uh, you are. And uh, like 2018, the uh, when you guys really got together, or what? Uh, whoever wants to talk first, go ahead. Just say who you are and and uh, you know what what you do in the band. Uh, yeah, this is Matt. I played guitar and bass, and um, yeah, we started playing music together in like 2018. Um, and then we went through a bunch of changes. I think as a lot of bands do. Um, we were under a different name and had some different members at that time. And then just as time went on, kind of started narrowing in a little bit more on the sound we wanted and kind of the, um, the people we wanted around and everything. And we kind of settled in on exactly what we were looking for a little bit more with um, the pandemic coming in and everything last spring and um, settled in on the name of Lost Dolls and, and kind of solidified that we were going to go with a three piece and, and just kind of took off from there did our first EP this last October, September, October. October yeah. <laughs> and uh, released our last single, what, less than a month ago, I think. Yeah. It's done pretty well on Spotify thus far and just keep going from there. We have a few more uh, singles we're about to release and, um, Music video. Music video coming out and everything, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so where does the name Lost Dolls come from? That's an interesting name. Like Matt said, we went from a four-piece to a three-piece and moved him from bass to guitar, started playing to a backing track with bass and keys and lots of other stuff. That this, made us a lot tighter. Blake, so, yeah, this is Blake. <laughs> I'll do the vocals. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So when we started doing it as a three piece, it made us a lot tighter. And then we basically decided, well, let's change the name too and rebrand everything and start over. And uh, so we just kind of 
I think we went through maybe a short list of like 10. And then that was, that was what we came up with. You have a good reason too for like the lost all. Yeah. We were just wanderers. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people (laughs) were wandering people and we have found something special in each other. And we think that, you know, we, it's kind of like home, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I think for me, just checking out your Facebook page right off the bat, uh, I, I consider myself to be a very perceptive person, you know, artistic, uh, creative somewhat. Uh, I'm not uh, a musician like my son is, you know, he's a, he's a great artist and musician, Tony, you know, but uh, anyway, I'm good at, I think, uh, kind of reading people, you know, uh, videos and uh, Facebook pages and uh that's what I kind of gathered about you guys. I think you got a strong connection there. You really gel from what I see. We don't mind each other. <laughs> <laughs> what about Stu? Stu, you got anything to say? Uh, <laughs> no. Stu. No, I just, I just play drums. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we uh, – or I came into the picture after these guys went through a couple of drummers, and I originally played guitar – and um, decided to play drums one day after a couple of drinks. <laughs> uh, went and bought a little practice kit just to see if I could really give it a try. And I think it played a show like three months later. Yeah, <laughs> we played a battle of the bands three months later after <laughs> Stu learned how to play drums. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've heard stories like that before in other bands. You know, uh, matter of fact, uh, Sleeper Agent, you know, the, the band that Tony was in, uh, I think the drummer... Uh, was originally uh, the lead singer, oh. and uh, so that's what happens. You know, he originally played. Well, he was originally the lead singer, and then he went to drums. And then, of course, they brought in the uh, Alex, the the girl singer, and of course, Tony was singing too. And then they added a couple more members. So you know. Bands, I think, are interchangeable like that. Somewhat, they kind of everybody kind of finds their place, don't you think? Absolutely, definitely. You got to evolve to survive. That's the hard part. You get the lineup put together, then it's got evolving from there. Yeah, finding your sound, everything. Yeah, and then uh, they brought another guitarist in. Uh, You know, he was actually friends uh, with Cage Elephant, and uh, so you know. It's all connective, who you know, I think, sometimes. And then, you know, sometimes you get the record labels involved and, you know, they they recommend, make recommendations, if you you know, when you get to that level. But uh, a three-piece band is very interesting to me because I'm a big Rush fan, you know, have been for years. Rush is amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, of course, they made it work. Uh, you know, through the years with Getty playing bass, and then I think he got into some keyboards and synthesizers, and I think real heavy there for a while, you know, with the synths, uh, synthesizers, and then they backed off it, you know. He loved his keyboard for a while. Well, we just haven't found that guy yet, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like I said, you're, you're still evolving, and, you know, you, you guys are young and new, and no telling what the future holds, you know, as far as uh, what uh, members you want to add or not add or whatever, right? You may want to stay just to, as a trio. Absolutely. Our, li- our live setup's kind of a little unique in that we are a three-piece, so we were 
pre-record like backing tracks. So like all the the bass and if we add keyboard or any other sounds we find interesting and we record them all to like Stu's Mac and then he actually controls the Mac while he's playing drums live too. So we have a backing track going that we, that we play along to. Oh, that's cool. Sounds like you guys are multitaskers and multi-talented. <laughs> oh, we try. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the uh, music scene like in Denver? Is there any venues open currently or bars or restaurants? It's or very compared of- to other ones. I've been in New York. This is Blake again. Uh, I've been in New York yeah. and L.A. Both of those are super aggressive and almost negatively competitive if you get around the wrong group of friends because they want to cut your throat. Everybody we've met here pretty much has been supportive, um, at least from what we can see. Yeah. As far as like other musicians go, yeah. But they are opening up uh, a couple of venues. Some I saw some are having bands come and do socially distant shows within the next week or two, I think. So they're starting to test that again. We just came out of red level, I think. Yeah, yeah we're in orange, orange, level orange. Now. So we can have indoor dining again. I think there's like for shows, they sell a lot of places are selling like tables and you just buy a table for however many people you have and kind of have to stay in that area. Kind of like a pod show. Yeah. 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 The Kentucky Headhunters down here in Kentucky, they did that uh, two shows this past summer in Glasgow, Kentucky, where they're from. And uh, like a pod show. I think one's like a drive in theater uh, type of show. And uh, then one in a bacon parking lot. And then the um, Blackstone Cherry guys. Uh, you ever heard of that band? Oh, yeah. They're from Glasgow, too, that area. About uh, 40 miles from Bowling Green. Uh, they had a pod show at a park. And um, then they had a virtual show at the theater here in Bowling Green. So there's ways that you can kind of, you know, work with it because it, I guess it takes money and planning and backing and all that, but the smaller venues, I guess, uh, you know, that you guys could hopefully do soon, uh, some way at those smaller venues or bars. Yeah. Uh, up around here, it seems. So what, are, what are you guys doing? But, you know, you're doing some recording, you worked on your EP and, uh, you say you're working on another, some more songs. I didn't uh, did a music video with our friend Luke. Um, for one of our songs called Radio Girl, that's going to be coming out, I think, this spring later. And we're writing an album that's going to be coming out this summer. Oh, cool. We have our first live stream, too, that we're doing on February 20th. It's like a international-type live stream, too. So it's going to be artists from California to, I think, Scotland is, is as far as it goes out. But it should be pretty interesting. It's it's like a full day of of bands. Yeah. What do you guys, uh, I heard something about Scotland there. Uh, and I think I saw something on your Facebook page about Scotland. Is it like a record label or uh, management company you're working with out of Scotland or what's going on? With yeah. That? So they're called AB records. Um, uh, Tom Hilton owns it. It's a really cool little thing. We, we met them through Facebook, but um, they like, they distribute our music, basically kind of through Scotland and um, their Bandcamp page page, and a lot of like Facebook advertising for us. Um, Yeah. So it's, it's been a 
pretty cool thing to kind of help us get up, get a little bit off the ground. Yeah, it kind of sounds like an, uh, you know, an evolution uh, type of thing with the virtual uh, going on, you know, right now, uh, considering what's going on with COVID-19. And it's good that you guys are doing that, I think. You know, you're, you're open-minded about that sort of thing. Yeah, it absolutely is. We ended up, we got in touch with them basically through COVID, just kind of keeping in touch with each other, making sure that we were safe. And then his... Um, his AB records kind of started blowing up a little bit and we started releasing music. So um, it seemed like a cool thing to do to release music through their band camp and kind of help them out. And they helped us out at the same time too. Okay. And I noticed you guys uh, got four songs out on your EP out uh, right now. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay. You got, uh, let's see, Hourglass. Was that your like first single you did? Before you put the EP together, and then followed it with the single. Okay, and then uh, and the name of the EP is Elegant Ep- at the moment. <laughs> Elegant Epitone. Epitone. Okay, and then Friday Thirteenth on it, Hourglass, and where the leaves don't die. It's acoustic, and then Reno. And uh, I listened to it, and I thought it was great. I mean, you guys are appreciate awesome. it. Thank you. Yeah. And I really like that song where the leaves don't die. <laughs> the leaves don't die is your favorite? I, I think so. I mean, you know, I, it just appealed to me. I, I, I noticed on the uh, console of the, the vehicle I was driving, I'm like, I'm going to make a note of that. You know? <laughs> Thank you. That's cool. So we have a full version of that one, too, that we're going to release in a couple months. Yeah. Yeah, that's a I sent Tony uh, the link, you know, down in, he lives in Nashville. I said, you got to check these guys out. They're really good. I said, they need a record. (laughs) Thank you. We appreciate that. (laughs) And uh, like I said, Tony does some producing. He's working with the local artists down there. And, uh, you know, he does recording. uh, You know, he's working on the album, too. And so, uh, you know, I, hopefully I can get some feedback for you guys from Tony, his opinion. And, you know, uh, that's what it's all about. It's networking. Yeah, we really appreciate it. And uh, I'll tell you a little story about Sleeper Agent. Uh, they were friends with uh, Cage Elephant here in Bowling Green. And uh, Sleeper Agent got their start at a little bar called Tidballs. And it's kind of like the ground zero for the Bowling Green music that's scene. awesome. And uh, sleeper agents are the ones that got, uh, I mean, uh, cage elephant guys are the ones that got sleeper agent connected, you know, hooked up uh, with their first record deal, Mom and Pop. And then they went on to RCA after that. But it's all about who you know, you know, connecting. And and uh, Matt and Brad, I got to meet them several times, get to know them a little bit. We love their music, too. Those guys are awesome. We love cage, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, have you ever met the guys? We haven't met them, no. We've seen them multiple times, though, just out here in Colorado, festivals and such. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're down-to-earth fellas. Uh, You know, Brad's married and got a couple of kids. Matt, I think, was married. Uh, uh, He got divorced. Now he's remarried. (laughs) But, you know, uh, just, you know, down-to-earth fellas from Kentucky and 
but they've turned out to blossom be some great artists and musicians, yeah. you know. Yeah, they're amazing. We check out Sleeper Agent a lot too. Like that's some really, really good music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they had a good run, uh, you know, five, six years, whatever. Uh, there was just circumstances in the band, um, you know, kind of behind the scenes, nuts and bolts stuff. And, you know, sometimes it works for a while, a band, but then, you know, things kind of fall apart behind the scenes, you know, and it's best for everybody just to kind of part ways. We, and, we dealt uh, with problems before when we had the- <laughs> we had to drop one off. <laughs> it's a rare thing to find people yeah. that you can work with for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the bottom line is that uh, they were young kids, and, you know, they're, Tony's like 33 now, and I guess they were in their 20s, and it was six people in a van, like a, you know, metal tube traveling the United States five times together, yeah. living together. <laughs> You know, a lot uh, of they, <laughs> so ahead, a lot I'm opinions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and personalities. Yep. And then uh, they did have some really high points, you know, like the David Letterman and uh, show and Jimmy Fallon and Coach Coachella. They played there and, you know, stayed in a mansion out in Palm Springs and Lots of multi-interviews and uh, magazines, Rolling Stone. I got the whole, I got the whole That's arc. Incredible. Sounds like the dream right there. Yeah. <laughs> they, got, they got to tour with yeah. Cage and I think I heard Weezer too, right? Manchester Orchestra. Yeah. Manchester Orchestra. Yeah. yeah, they did that uh, in the New Politics. Oh, nice. and <laughs> Company of Thieves and, you know, Weezer tour. Uh, that's a whole different story <laughs> <laughs> There's a backstory on that, but I'll get into that. <laughs> but uh, uh, he's he's got so many stories. I mean, he's got so many band names I hadn't <laughs> heard of, you know. But anyway, it's the dream, you know. If you guys can achieve that dream, you know, more power to you. You know what I mean? Uh, just make sure my advice to you is that your contracts are solid, you know, or you're going to make money. Uh, because I think a lot of times, you know, young bands, they get attracted to the, the you know, chasing the carrot, the dangling the carrot, so to speak. And they just kind of jump right into it and sign the contracts. But, you know, it's a damn if you do and damn if you don't mm-hmm. situation. Sometimes, yeah. you, may not, <laughs> <laughs> you may not have that opportunity if you don't yep. sign it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Of course, that decision every band has to make. Got to read the fine print at least. <laughs> right. I remember I was like with Tony. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, no, Dad. I said, okay. You know, by no means I'm a lawyer or anything or attorney, but you know, like the, one of you said about reading the fine print. Yeah. Right? I think every contract we've ever had to sign, we've had about 50 people read through it just to make sure we're not making a stupid decision. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's smart thing to do. Well, uh, yeah, when I was listening to your EP and I was thinking, and I think I told Matt this on instant messaging, I said, you guys kind of sound like a cross between Nirvana and Kings of Leon. What do you we love them too. Them? Yeah. 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 
We love everybody. We like the old stuff, the new stuff. We, we listen to, you know, MGMT. You know who that is? See, we can yeah, download stuff like that too. That's totally out of our wheelhouse, you would think. But just as far as appreciating other stuff, everything from Hendrix to that, you know what I mean? They make fun of me because I like share. That's one of my go-to. Love, love share. <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, Matt uh, kind of sounds like his guitar sound kind of like some sound like a Mick Mars. No, <laughs> Motley Crue. I don't take that. <laughs> Matt, uh, let's see, Blake, you kind of sound like a young David Lee Roth to me. Uh, your character and personality on I appreciate Facebook. it, brother. The looks, you know, and Stu, uh, who do you consider yourself uh, emulating or? Or kind of like you just consider yourself. <laughs> I try to be, but I uh, I really look to the Foo Fighters for uh, inspiration, and Chad Smith from the Chili Peppers is one of my favorite drummers. Um, so a little bit of the, and I of course I look at Rush to see you know what to strive to be towards because uh, I'm still like a year and a half playing, so I've still got a lot of learning to do. So I'm just trying to mimic. Just the great drummers, and hope I get somewhere where listenis- uh, listenable. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are incredible, though, because they're able to play several different instruments, and that's why we're able to record and play with that backing track. And that has made us so tight compared <laughs> to what we were in the beginning. Right, I agree. Um, let's see. I see you guys have southern roots. Uh, Blake and Stu, you're from Alabama, southern yes, Alabama. Yeah. Is that right? And uh, let's see, Stu, you're from yep. what, Greenville? Alabama? That's correct. Now, where is that? Is that on I-65 going? Uh, yeah, we're, we're in interstate town. So we, uh, I was going to say, so we have a, our, you probably passed by a high school if you've gone by, uh, if you took 65 to Florida. So we're like 40 miles south of Montgomery. Oh, okay. Yeah, I go to, I think I've been down to Pensacola Beach about 17 times since I've been in Kentucky. So, <laughs> a lot of Kentucky people go to oh, the yeah. beach, you know. And I think there's a cracker barrel on I 65 you can throw a stick at and hit one along That's... the way through Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you come Just through one? Greenville, you got, you got one, yeah. <laughs> Everybody. It's like Cracker Barrel's everywhere on I-65. Oh, yeah, right not in Waffle House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Blake yeah, I started out there. Right? I was 18 running around in that music scene and wanted to be a drummer. And I never bought a kid or anything or took lessons or even listened to the first little how-to video. I just saw this guy one night drumming. looked like he was having a hell of a time. <laughs> I want to do that sort of thing. And then my buddy Joey, he kind of transitioned me into singing. He had an acoustic guitar, and uh, we played football together. And after practice, we would jam, and I would sing along with him, and that just became really powerful shit to me. So I kind of took that and ran, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Matt, you're from Dallas, am, yes, is that sir. right? Yeah. How'd you like growing up in uh, Dallas? It was all right. Dallas is Dallas is a big city. I grew up um, just outside in a smaller town called Flower Mound, but I usually just tell people Dallas. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was all right. It was um, Texas has a cool music scene. Austin's definitely 
the place to be if you're looking to, to play music in Texas? Yeah, I think a lot of people, when they think of Texas, they think of, uh, you know, big ranch farms, cows. Beef. <laughs> uh, <laughs> For dinner. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that, and, Definitely you don't want to get in trouble for Texas. You know, they'll hang you high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You go to Oklahoma for that shit. <laughs> yeah, we hear, we hear Texas is a strict yeah, state, right. you know. That's why I'm not there right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've heard cool things about Austin, uh, her Robert Plant. Yeah, yeah, he did. South by Southwest is a is an amazing time down there and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep Rage, I think they played there yeah, twice. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, and um, that was a great experience. I, I remember Tony, he was just super excited. You know, the, he was like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he made a lot of video. He's got some footage stored away. He's just like, you know, I get to experience it once. It's a, it's a crazy, crazy time. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do you no. guys miss home? <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. No. <laughs> we Colorado is awesome. It's a good. Time. It absolutely good is. Yeah, music. Music is literally just everywhere here. You can't. I mean, when there's not a pandemic going on, you can't go out anywhere and not see live music. Yeah. So what what's the uh, like the job scene or the cost of living? Is it expensive up there, or is it easy to find jobs? Yeah, the, I, it's easy to find a job, and it was really expensive for a while. Um, but now with the pandemic and everyone being able to work from home, people are starting to move out of Denver and Colorado because it's it, uh, mm-hmm. like a small Silicon Valley in Denver. So a bunch of tech companies, everything like that. And so they're all working remote right now. So people are starting to move out. And hopefully cost of living drops with that. <laughs> it was expensive out here for a while. It's definitely a lot of jobs. I think I've had five jobs in two years. <laughs> <laughs> all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping the job is what, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you guys. So I guess you guys work day yeah, jobs. Yeah, we do, so, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, night jobs, whatever. We're right? working nice. during the day. So. <laughs> music at night. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so what's your besides uh, your recording music? Anything else going on uh, with the band? Uh, I think you pretty much covered it all right. The video, uh, you got the the guys. Mass getting married. That's that's pretty big news happening. I am. We're getting yeah. a bachelor party ready to go. <laughs> Well, Thank you so much. Yeah, we're getting married in May. That's awesome. So, um, I guess your families are excited. Your families, yeah, excited they are. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good time. And you guys are having it on a family farm, right? Yeah, we're having a. Um, my fiance has um, family up in Wisconsin, and they have a a big plot of land. So we're just gonna do it basically out in their front yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, hopefully it won't be snow on the ground. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Lots of Lots beer and cheese, I'm sure. We can send you an invite, Galen, if you want to come hang out with us. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a band. It'll be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I do a little bit of traveling. Mainly we go to the beach and uh, we go to the mountains and uh i've got a pretty uh, pretty stable job here it's i've been in uh, uh sales and service for about 26 years here in bowling green and so it, it's pretty uh, demanding what i do you know uh so kind of had to stick around a little bit but i did go to cleveland and i've been some other places up north like uh, chicago and minnesota on some business travel and detroit so i've been around a little bit but I would love to go to Wisconsin sometime. But uh, if I ever go, I'm going to make sure I go see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beer drinker here. What beach do you like to go to? Uh, Pensacola Beach. Right We're on. big fans of Pensacola Beach. Yeah, we usually stay at the Margaritaville Hotel down there. My wife's gotten real attached <laughs> to that place. And uh, – you know, I've spoiled her, I guess. There's, I'm sure there's nicer hotels, but we just kind of like that one. You know, we're, you we're just about the <laughs> too. Don't be ashamed of that. <laughs> well, uh, do you guys have any any uh, potential record deals or labels yet? Or have you have you had any bites yet or heard anything? Or, or are you not that Um, No, we, we haven't really tried, honestly, too much. We're trying to really just build our – Create a Our, good foundation with yeah. having music ready to release. We're trying to release a song a month for the next four or five months. And I mean, we do we do everything in-house. We, we've we just started doing that, but Stu, Stu's figured out how to do all the mixing and everything for all of our songs. And Yeah, so we mix it, record it, my place, yeah. and then send it off to get mastered, typically. Um, but we've been ironing that out, so we're trying to just run songs out <laughs> every month or so. So it's kind of preliminary at this point, right? Uh, yeah, you got to get your you something together. And all that. <laughs> yeah, I see. Uh, well, what's your guys' uh, you know hopes and dreams for future? We want to get back to not as working as soon as possible and playing two hundred shows a year. <laughs> yeah. So you really want to just uh, take off and make a living as musicians yeah. and tour. It's a good spot to be. That's the goal. Yeah. Well, if there's any way I can help you guys, I'll let you know. Uh, I'll, I'll keep my ears and eyes open for you. And, you know, I'll talk to Tony and, you know, just see if he knows anybody. And that's why I Thank said you, it's all about yeah, it. So, hey, tell us who your favorite band is. Uh... I've kind of gotten into Black Sabbath, you know, um, I'm 59 years old and almost, and, uh, I'm a, I'm a Catholic convert, but the church has been shut down for about what, six, seven months now to COVID. You can go in, you know, get on the computer and get your reservation, wear your mask in the mass and all that. But you know what? That didn't appeal to me, uh, doing that type of, uh, worshiping. Mm -hmm. So, I've gotten into music, you know, I kind of fall back to my younger days, teenage years. You know, I've always been a music fan uh, to my party days, you know, down and growing up down south. And, you know, uh, it's all music's always been soothing to me. 
relaxing and uh, it brings back a lot of memories, good times. And, you know, uh, I think in life, as you get older, you forget about the bad times. You remember the good times and I think music triggers the good times. Absolutely. What's the best live show you've seen? Which band and venue? Uh, I'd say probably uh, Rush. You know, Damn. I've seen them five times <laughs> growing up down south. And probably Kiss in 1978 and ACDC open forum at the Mid-South Coliseum in Memphis. And uh, back then, we didn't know who ACD was. Nobody knew the hell they were, you know, this guy. This little small guy comes out on this big bouncer's shoulder. <laughs> he's bouncing around and gets on stage and he's jumping all over the place like Chuck Berry on uh, <laughs> you know, meth or whatever. And, <laughs> and uh, we're like, who the hell is that little guy, you know, running around stage with a guitar and, you know, sure enough, the world finds out later on this Angus Young, you know, and uh, I think you know, ACDC is one of my favorite bands. I like the hard rock stuff, you know, I like Ozzy Osbourne. ACDC just came out with albums, didn't they? Uh, yeah, it's called Power Power Up. Uh, Tony, Tony, I love it. Uh, Tony got me the box set. Uh, it's a CD. You can push a little button, and then the kind of uh, it's got a, like a little neon light, and it makes it plays the riff. You know, uh, the mm-hmm. one of the most popular songs. Um, you can hear the the riff, and kind of looks like I said, like a neon light cool. type of thing. So, uh, and then he got me the double, I like Foreigner, he got me the double live album, 40th anniversary, when they all got together, back together. And it came with the DVD, so I uh, bought me a D. Uh, I'm sorry, a Blu-ray disc of the concert. So I bought me uh, a Blu-ray player, and I love to watch that. So, um, you know, music is kind of my therapy these days, and relaxing, and uh, for an old guy like me, you know, I still love rock and roll. And a lot of people in dad rocks, you know, that's what we're all about. Do you play Dylan? But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. I was asking if you play an instrument. Uh, play guitar a little bit. When Tony was a little boy, uh, he's about probably 10, 11 years old. I had an old cheap guitar I bought from Finger Hut. And I would play that, you know, trying to write songs. And then he picked it up, started playing, and kind of just took the guitar over. <laughs> <laughs> it was his. <laughs> yeah, that, he just took it away from me. That's where he got his start. <laughs> but uh, I wasn't, I wasn't that great. I mean, I never took any lessons. I was just, you know, playing around with it. And Patty, my wife, she would kind of make fun of me, you know say I couldn't sing or whatever. <laughs> but, you know, Tony obviously... We checked out well some of Tony's, him. like, solo stuff, too, and, and it's it's really good. It's very well really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Team, the T-E-E-M. Yeah, he's... I love his, some of his songs. I mean, I, I told him one of the songs, I can't remember, it's kind of like... He could kind of like a, do a Rick Ashley, video, <laughs> like a tuxedo on. And, was I think I, you know, I listened like to video. Vinegar. Vinegar was really good. Yeah, he uh, he's a graphic artist, 
you know, day job. That he got his degree at Western Kentucky University here in Bowling Green in uh, graphic artist. So he's using his degree, but you know, he had his degree when he's in sleeper age in turn. So he always knew he could fall back on that. So, uh, so he he music is his life still. He's got a studio in house studio, and so he's back and forth. As a matter of fact, he's having to work from home right now because of the COVID-19. Uh, he works for a big company out of uh, Nashville, you know, firm. So he's right there in the studio working, doing his day job. <laughs> so anyway, you guys are great. I appreciate you coming on the show and getting there early in the morning. <laughs> we were still awake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these guys are <laughs> the old man about having to get up. Thanks for having us, Galen. Yeah, Ladies thank you so much. We love you. <laughs> hey, What's I up? got one more question. Uh, uh, it's Blake, actually Stu's girlfriend's snake, snake. Right? but yeah, we we have a we collectively have a snake. Uh, <laughs> well, tell us about the snake. Uh, what's his name? Yeah. Male or female? Or, I'll let Stu you know, tell you. He or she uh, like? So it's the snake's okay. name is Seamus. I think it's about five or six years old now. He's about five foot long, uh, red tail boa. And so, uh, yeah, when we're hanging out at the house, we normally pull him out and do a couple photo shoots. And <laughs> at the beginning, uh, when we first started putting everything together, and that's who our logo is of, um, my girlfriend got pulled him out and she started taking pictures and I was, she was like, Oh, I'm only take a few. And she ended up taking about 40. <laughs> She's like, well, now I'm really into this. I'm just going to keep taking pictures. <laughs> we, uh, so that's where we got the logo from. Stu's friend took the picture and drew. If you look at our logo, you can see the same pattern that's on our snake. It's the same, same guy there. Yeah. yeah I noticed that. So what's the, What's the really snake's chill. Yeah. Like when I first got him out, I was nervous like anybody. You know, I'd never been around Being snakes in the a house like that. Yeah. <laughs> Any snake I see usually, I guess it's after me. But this snake was really cool. And if you could get him right to your face and give him a kiss, he won't he won't even hurt you. Super, super. Wow. Is he living oh, yeah. up there in Denver with you all? How does he adjust to the climate up there? The He's normally pretty good. We have a heat lamp um, that keeps him warm. It broke. <clears throat> but, yeah, it broke the other day, so we had to replace it. But, he was pissed. Uh, he was upset. <laughs> he wasn't happy. One of the things that you have to be careful with is uh, their environment is typically humid, so we have to spray water in his tank every now and then because the air is so dry out here. Um, it just gets really dry in the tank, and he's not a huge fan of that. He's a party animal, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So you like music. He starts kind of doing a little dance in this yeah, aquarium when, <laughs> when he hears the tunes. All right. Well, is there anything else you guys want to say? Uh, no, just check us, check us out on check Spotify, out on Instagram, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah. Thank you, AB Records, for the support. Yeah. Lodo Drum Guy here in Denver. Lost Films. Yeah. Lost Films with Luke. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to get off the phone here and get this podcast published so we can get it out there. It'll be on the Dad Rocks page. It'll be on the uh, Cage, Cage Elephant Facebook fan page. Uh, that's got over 3,000 
members. Uh, Dad Rock's got over 1,400 members. And then we got a Mid-South Coliseum uh, out of Memphis uh, fan page. It's, I think That's it's right. got like 700. And, uh, uh, of course, you guys, uh, I'll post it on your your group page or wherever you guys want to send it and post it. So let's get the word out about it. Thank you. Yeah, so thank awesome. you. Yes, and again, I do appreciate you guys coming on the show and making the effort to get together early in the morning. And uh, this is Galen with Dad Rocks. I appreciate everybody listening to uh, the interview with the Lost Dolls. And remember, keep working hard, keep your chin up, stay positive, and stay safe. And uh, we'll talk Bye. to you later. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye.